What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Uh, it is an exciting week of content for KDJ TV. It's exciting week, period. Not even just for content, but exciting week for my channel. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being here, as always, every week on a Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, whichever one you prefer. Uh, a couple housekeeping items before we dive into today's episode. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, my predictions for Captain for every team, and it'll be the show 23 in the Captain series that presumably will be available at launch. Um, first of all, yesterday on YouTube, uh, or Monday on YouTube, that was yesterday for you guys, yeah. Uh, I posted an update video about content on this channel moving forward. I'm not going to regurgitate it all here, but it is it's a good update, but it is a valuable update. So if you're interested in my content, first of all, thank you, I love you. Second of all, go check that out. It's short, 10 minutes no frills, just me telling you guys what to expect from this channel moving forward. Um, especially with MLB The Show 23 coming up. Again, all exciting things. I'm not going anywhere. This podcast is not going anywhere. But we have new content coming up. Secondly, just to tease the new content, tomorrow on YouTube, Wednesday on YouTube, the very first episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. It's a brand new series. That drops on YouTube at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Whiteboard Wednesday is going to be an MLB The Show comedy show. Never been done before, as far as I know. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I had a, a blast recording the first episode. A couple disclaimers before everybody tells me these things, because listen, trust me, I know. I am not happy with the sound quality from the first episode. I'm just not. It did not come out to the standard uh, to which I would have liked. But I was on a roll when I was recording it, so I'm going to publish it. Um, I have already gotten a better microphone. The height of the whiteboard did not meet my expectations, which sounds silly. Uh, but the, 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 the stand it came on was not as tall as I thought. Maybe I should measure next time. So I have purchased a new whiteboard. You guys can actually see it right behind me. Uh, I'm going to mount it to the wall. It'll be the perfect height. Uh, Amazon is going to allow me to return the whiteboard that I already scribbled all over. So just, well, I didn't tell them that part. But I'm going to return that one, use that one. We're going to be Gucci Gucci for the next time. Uh, episode 2 of Whiteboard Wednesday will be better. But I'm very happy with the content. Okay, so let's let's just get right into this episode. I, I turned on MLB The Show 22 today. Sorry, I had to look around my other computer here to get it open. Uh, I turned on MLB The Show 22 to record this episode. Haven't turned on this game in a while. A hot, hot, hot while. Uh, today we are going to talk about... Look, I don't even know where I have to go to f see the, the stupid players. Um, here we go. Today we're going to talk about who I think will be the captain... For each team as we move into MLB The Show 23. Now, a couple things to note with this. How MLB The Show defines captain is going to be a lot different than the way real-life people define captain. Generally speaking, the way I would define the word captain in textbook terms, someone who's been on the team for a long time, someone who's a veteran, someone who... Could be the best player on the team, but also could be like that that heart guy, you know? The 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 straw that stirs the drink, the glue that keeps it all together. Pick the cliche, pick the analogy. That's the type of person I envision as a captain. Someone who was just acquired in the offseason is not a captain. Uh, that's where MLB The Show could skew and do some things a little different just to get equal representation across the board. So I have chosen these picks, these players, based on my criteria 
kind of blended just a, a smidge with MLB The Show. Uh, because there will be hitting captains and pitching captains, and I am pretty positive the first set is only going to be 30 cards, by my estimation, there that means there has to be at least 10 pitcher captains in this set, and at least one or two relievers. That makes things difficult. But I took that into account when creating my list. There has to be some catchers. I, I took that into account. Every position has to be represented. I took that into account as well. But keep in mind here, Secondaries always count. So there might not, like, for example, I made a, a, a list here at the bottom. My picks, there's one primary shortstop. But at least two or three other guys on this list can play short as a secondary, you know? So it, it works itself out. Um, and the, the way I'm, I'm considering this series, the, the, this card series, I'm taking into account early game cards that we got last year. And doing my best to avoid them again. For example, the Rangers got 90 Corey Seager as their face of the franchise card to start the year. He hasn't been there long, but you could argue that he is captain-ish material. Instead, I've chosen somebody else because last year he got an early game 90, and I don't think they're going to do that two years in a row. Now, for some teams that are just dog water and their rosters are awful, this might be unavoidable. In that situation, clearly we've done this. Uh, but, but I tried my best to diversify and make this count and make this interesting, okay? So, we're gonna start right up at the top. And now, this seems to defy my definition of a captain, uh, that I have already just given you. But because we need a catcher, because the Orioles are young, and because I'm pretty sure people on the Orioles already look up to him as the best player on the team, we're gonna go with Adley Rushman. A early game 90 to 92 overall Adley Rushman, they haven't really said what the rating's gonna be. Uh, is going to be really fun. Adley is personally not one of my favorite swings in this game. He's kind of uh, mid-swing for me. Cards, the cards are always great. The swing is kind of mid. Uh, but he's a switch hitter, and he's going to field and hit for pop. That's a valuable early game card. Now, take, in, take this into account, too. We're so used to defining cards as early game versus end game I'm not so sure that's going to be the exact way we define cards moving forward with the way that we're just going to get vomited 99s right into our laps from day one. But just just work with me here. I think Adley Rutschman is an early game cycle type of guy. So I'm looking out for Adley Rutschman here. Uh, other options, if we're going to give some like Dark Horse candidates, Cedric, uh, Cedric Mullins, of course, is a, a heart and soul type of player on that team. I don't think anybody would be upset if they got Adley Rutschman. I'm going to go back to the live series versions here. Anthony Santander is still on the team. People thought he was going to get traded. Um, he's kind of, excuse me, as I'm hiccuping here. He's kind of been like... Roller coaster's too extreme. But he's been inconsistent. So I don't think Santander gets it. He's certainly been on the team quite a while. The other option I could see is John Means. If we're trying to fill out like a lefty starting pitcher role. He didn't pitch last year. I don't know if that helps him or hurt. It definitely doesn't help him. I don't know if it hurts him. Uh, but John Means. Just look out for John Means. Moving to Boston. R.I.P. Xander Bogarts. This is where we had to skew a little bit. I don't think Chris Sale is reliable enough of a real life human being to, to be a captain. Xander's gone. Yavaldi's gone. Story's about to miss the whole season. I mean, this roster sucks. I'm sorry, Red Sox fans. Alex Verdugo might be the most arrogant bad baseball player in baseball. Kike Hernandez is never healthy. 
J.D. Martinez isn't even there anymore. It's got to be Rafi Devers. He just got an early game 90 last year, just like Corey Seager, like I was talking about before. But he is the only valuable player on this entire team. He is the captain. Uh, Red Sox enjoy last place. At least Rafael Devers is good. Uh, the Yankees, we don't need to spend any time on. Aaron Judge was literally just named the captain. It's the captain's edition in honor of Derek Jeter, who's a Yankee. And in the live stream, they showed us an Aaron Judge captain card. It's going to be Aaron Judge. Next, moving on. Um, the Rays are an interesting case. Their roster is very unique in that... I mean, this is not news to anybody. It doesn't necessarily have, like, show-stopping players. You could argue a Rosarena might be captain material. Kiermaier's gone. He would have been the pick. You could argue Wander Franco. And I get it because he gives you a shortstop. But I just... He hasn't been on the field enough. And I love Wander Franco as a player. I think he's going to have an excellent career if he stays on the field. But right now, for these purposes, I'm actually going to go with... Oh, I lost Wi-Fi. That's interesting. Hold on. Please hold. Oh. Oh. Are the servers broken? Oh, you sack of potato. Look at this live errors we're having here. Please hold. We're going to do this. I don't really need to show you guys this in the background, but gosh dang it, it'd be nice. Um, let's continue with the race. We're going to go with Tyler Glass now, okay? Uh, Tyler Glass now didn't pitch last year. He's been there a little while. We've gotten some really good McClanahan cards. It's been a while since we got a good Tyler Glass now card. So I'm going to pick Tyler Glass now. I think he's cool. Did they really just turn off the MLB The Show 22 servers? There's no way, right? Did I just have, like, a glitch in the Matrix? There we go. I think we're back. It's just taking its time. Uh, I cannot wait for 23. This game is chalked. Uh, let's go back. Sorry. All right, Tyler Glass now. There he is. For people who are just listening, uh, my my internet is fine, but MLB The Show just booted me off Diamond Dynasty, and I couldn't figure it out, but we're back now. I think Tyler Glass now is a cool guy to get an early 90, um, especially if we're not sure what his health looks like long term. Let's give him a 90 now. Or 90-ish now. For Toronto, a plethora, a bevy, a cornucopia of options. Manoa, if you're trying to get a pitcher in there. Bichette, if you want to add a shortstop. Springer hasn't been there long, but he is like the textbook definition of like a captain type of guy. I don't remember the last time we got a bopping early game Vladdy that was not like a live series diamond. So I'm going to go Vladdy. Vladdy has a, a, an incredible swing. If you could believe it, out of this whole list, I've only got four primary first basemen on it, and he's one of them. I really tried to diversify this list. So I'm going to go with Vladdy. Listen, I love his swing. I think he'd be a lot of fun to use, and if you wanted to play him at third, more power to you. Moving on to Chicago. This is where I took a little bit of a, of a Hail Mary here to get a reliever in. Tim Anderson is certainly captain-level material in real life. Um, Dylan Cease is coming off an incredible season. Luis Robert is the future. Lance Lynn is captain level on the mound as well. We can't overlook his contributions from a mental standpoint. But Liam Hendricks is a fantastically consistent reliever who he's also enduring some personal struggles right now with, um, he has some, some form of cancer. I apologize for not knowing it off the top of my head. Um, and he's battling it in a strong way. And because his timetable to return to the mound is is a little unclear, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what his status is going to be, uh, let's give him a diamond out the rip. 
right? I think that's kind of cool. Liam Hendricks might not have the best stuff he as far as MLB The Show. In real life, he's disgusting. In MLB The Show, he might not have the best stuff. He might not have the meta pitches. But early in the game, when people are just getting used to hitting again, I think it'll be pretty good. So I would not be upset if Liam Hendricks got the captaincy card for the White Sox. The Guardians. His name is Jose Ramirez. And if he is not the most criminally underrated player every single year, I don't know who is. Um, I would love an early game diamond J-Ram. We don't get him a ton. I think he'd be absolutely incredible to play with. I would have so much fun if we got to use this card early. So gimme, 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 gimme J-Ram. The Tigers, um, he's one of the worst players on the team now. God, where is he? What's he even rated? Oh my God, he's a 65. They already showed us Miguel Cabrera in the in the feature premiere. And yeah, he's a captain. He's been on this team for a very long time. He's a first ballot shoe-in Hall of Famer. He's a legend. There are probably... Are there more exciting options for the Tigers? I don't even think so. Uh, Riley Green in the future. Uh, no, no, no. He's not even there anymore. Eduardo's not... Jonathan Scope, maybe, just to give us like a second baseman. He's been there for a handful of years. I wouldn't be upset... But I, I think it's very clearly Miggy because they showed it to us already. Kansas City Royals. Bobby Witt is the future captain. It's Salvador Perez, though, guys. Give me that early game catcher. Give me someone who's going to bop lefties. He's not going to feel very well, but that's fine. I think Salvador Perez is no doubt the option here. Uh, Kansas City just has nobody on this team outside of Perez, Bobby Witt, and I guess the ghost of Zach Greinke at, at 47 years old. Uh, but that's just where my head's at. I think it's a pretty, pretty much a slam dunk pick. Minnesota, this one was one of the harder ones I had to pick, and it ended up coming down to a numbers game. So what I did when I made my initial list is I went through all 30 teams, I put one or two, maybe three options for each team, and then I went through the numbers and said, this many catchers, this many first basemen, this many pitchers. And I just kind of, it was a puzzle. That is too logical of a way to create this because SDS is not going to use that much logic when they decide which cards are going to be thrown into the game. But let me just put you through my line of thinking here. My first pick was Byron Buxton. I think that would be everybody's first pick. Uh, electric center fielder. He's got a fantastic swing, but he did get the early game 90 last year. So that was a little bit of a strike against him. Then I was like, oh, Carlos Correa. Homie just signed a huge deal. Had a pretty good year for the Twins last year. This is not a slight on Carlos Correa, but boy, oh boy, did he try to leave Minnesota in the offseason. And I'm sure he's going to give it his all this upcoming year and for the next however many he's with Minnesota. But boy, does he not scream captain after trying to get the hell out of Dodge as many times as he did in the offseason. Uh, so then I went back to my list and I was like, you know what? I'm still kind of short on relievers. And I think more because he's a fan favorite or a community favorite. I went Johan Duran. I don't think that's going to be right. Out of all of my picks here, I have the least confidence in this one. It's probably going to end up being Buxton and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But if we're trying to make sure we get some relief options in here, I look at the season Duran had and it's just out of this world. Just give it to him. You guys can feel free to at me with how wrong I am. That's probably my only balls-to-the-wall crazy pick. Now, I think this is a fantastic opportunity to get a DH as a captain. 
But because you can DH any position, I don't know if we have to be overt in giving it to Jordan. Now, Jordan did play quite a bit of left field in the postseason, uh, but I think we can all agree he's probably best suited in the designated hitter spot, especially because he's a big guy, his knees, his feet. Give him some time off. I was also really tempted to give it to Alex Bregman because I'm a big fan of Alex Bregman's swing. Um, but when I look at the third baseman I have here, I have way too many. So then I was like, you know what? Kyle Tucker. I just kept going down the list. Kyle Tucker. He got an early game 90 last year. He's not going to get it again. I just really did not want to give this to Jose Altuve because I despise the Astros, especially him. But we need a second baseman. Jose Altuve is the captain of the Astros. Correa's gone. Verlander's gone. It's Jose Altuve. So, you know, I was hit or miss with his 99 this year. Wasn't my favorite second baseman. Wasn't my least favorite. If they gave us a pretty good early game one, I might use it. To the Angels. So they gave us the biggest gift of all last year by giving us an early game 90 overall Mike Trout. Don't expect to do that again. They're not going to do There's no shot they give us a free early game Mike Trout again. So I'm going to go Shohei. They love Sho Shohei Otani for obvious reasons. It's fine to love Shohei Otani. Last year's cover boy or 22's cover boy, I guess technically we're still in that game cycle. And now that two ways allegedly work, they keep saying in every stream, two ways work, two ways work. They're going to display that by giving it Shohei. I am curious. This is a shot in the dark guess. Do they make Shohei captain eligible as both a pitcher and hitter and give him separate boosts? That would be cool. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm just saying it's a possibility. So look out for that one. Do the Athletics have to have a captain? That's my question. Because by golly gosh, everyone's gone. Sean Murphy, gone. AJ Puke, gone. Cole Irvin, gone. That's their whole team. That's their... Stephen Vogt would have been the captain retired. Um, so <laughs> this one is a 50-50 shot. It's either going to be Seth Brown, who's not a good baseball player, or Ramon Laureano, who likes to put steroid needles in his butthole. So I am going to go with Laureano here just to give us an extra outfielder. He's got a decent little swing. He's got a cannon for an arm. I am pretty positive, pretty positive that not a soul is going to use whichever captain card the A's get, but we got to give him one. So I'm going to go with Laureano. Our final American League team, the Mariners. The Mariners also had a couple options. J-Rod, of course. Ty France, low-key. He's been, on, been there for a while, been a consistent contributor. Uh, Hanniger would have been it, but he's gone. Oh, maybe there weren't as many options as I thought. Uh, it doesn't matter. We don't need to really waste much time here. It's J-Rod. J-Rod was everyone's favorite pick to be the cover star. He's not. Let's get an early game, 90-ish of, of J-Rod. Have some fun with him. Electric outfielder. I can't wait to see what his career blossoms into. It's already quite stellar. Um... And I think because early game last year, we had no idea what J-Rod was because he was hyped but unproven. They're going to come out the gate strong with a sick J-Rod to start us off with. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the last American League team. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I would love if it was Corey Seager. I love Corey Seager. It's not going to be Corey Seager. I don't think it'll be Adelis Garcia either because he was their finest last year, and I'm trying to think of different ways to get us different cards and different guys. Uh, I don't think anybody on earth would be excited if Nathaniel Lowe was the card. He had a great year, don't get me wrong. He's just not exciting. Uh, I'd love Marcus Semyon to be a captain-level player. 
This kind of defies my, you have to have been on the team for a while logic, because this is only his second season coming up with Texas, or third season maybe coming up with Texas. I don't remember. Um, uh, but Marcus Semien is an electric baseball player who's incredibly consistent, who has a phenomenal swing that the community loves. And he's a second baseman. We need that. Plus, he's got positional flexibility. He can play short, and apparently he can play third. So, I love that. I love that, especially when shortstop, like I said, only had one primary. Keep in mind secondaries. So, Marcus Semien could fulfill that off the rip. Atlanta. Talk about no shortage of options. Um, Acuna, of course, is an option. I think because he got the 90 last year, we're not going to get it again. Max Freed, definitely an option. Uh, Matt Olson, definitely an option. Ozzy Albee is definitely an option. But I kind of... I kind of think it's going to be Austin Riley. He'd be a lot of fun to have. Early game third baseman who could also play first and left. Positional flexibility key. He had a crazy good player of the month lightning card. Like, one of the best lightning cards we had in 22 was Austin Riley's. Um, after a really slow start to his career, I think Atlanta fans never want this man to go anywhere, and he probably won't. So, uh, give us Austin Riley. I think that's a fun, different kind of pick. Everyone might just immediately go to Acuna or Max Freed. Give me Austin Riley. Miami. So, I'm an idiot, and the first thing I did was write down Sandy Alcantara. He's the reigning Cy Young winner. Jazz Chisholm's literally on the cover of this game. Yes, he got the 90 last year. Throw that logic out the door. SDS always boosts their cover stars. He's the captain of this team, essentially. So now that he plays center field, he's going to be a center field primary, but he's going to have second, short, and third eligibility, fulfilling a ton of requirements. It's, it's Jazz Chisholm. I don't know why I'm so stupid. Los Mets. Would have been DeGrom. He's in Texas now. He's going to be a lot happier there. He's not going to have to pay as much in taxes. Um, I went with Pete Alonso. Lindor got a 90 last year. Edwin Diaz is great in real life, but poopy and Emily the show. Jeff McNeil was low-key kind of a dark horse candidate for me because I, I love Jeff McNeil. But Pete Alonso has one of my favorite swings in Emily the show, so this is kind of a homer pick for me just because I want an early game Pete that I can rake with. Every year, it takes months for us to get a Pete Alonso that's like, wow, this guy's fun. And then he's still not God Squad worthy. He's just like BR or Moonshot Event or whatever you want to use him in. I want a relevant early game Pete Alonso, and I want him now. And by now, I mean March 24th when I begin playing Early Access. It'll be the show 23. The Philadelphia Phillies. By golly, another team with options out the Yin Yang Twins. Uh, Bryce Harper would be the sexy pick, right? It took a lot for me to not put Bryce Harper. Real Muto, another good option. Catchers are always fun. I think we're, we're safe with catchers, though, now with Adley and Salvador Perez. I went with Aaron Nola. He's an upcoming free agent after next season. He is remarkably consistent. He is... Even with Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola is the backbone of that rotation. Phillies fans, you can argue with me if you want to, and I'm certainly willing to listen. But I think Aaron Nola is an incredibly important piece of the Philadelphia Phillies that maybe, not people overlook, but outsiders don't give enough credit to him because he's not always like a top three Cy Young finisher like Zach Wheeler occasionally is. Aaron Nola is incredibly important, and I think he's going to get the captain's card. Argue a wall. 
or nicely tell me what you think. Okay, the Nationals was pretty easy. And it's a tough one, though. At the same time. I'm picking Steven Strasburg. It is incredibly unfortunate that we don't know what Steven Strasburg's career is going to look like anymore. This man was like the future, along with Bryce Harper, of the Nationals. He got his World Series, good for him, and he was electric in that postseason. But I'm pretty positive his career is... is I don't want to say it's done, I hope it's not done, but it's not looking good. He is the only player on this team who's been around the block in a legitimate way with this franchise... We may never get the opportunity to get a crazy good boosted Steven Strasburg based off like current performances again. Let's take Steven Strasburg as a captain card now. I mean, if we look at the rest of the team here, Joey Manessis was like the cool guy who came up as a 30-something-year-old this year and hit really well. Lord knows what he's going to be moving forward. I hope he's good. He's a cool story, but like we don't know. Uh, I don't even know who's on this team anymore. Victor Robles, he's not good. Uh, Luis Garcia, he's not good. Like, there's, there's nobody on this team. If the Nationals' jo- uh, goal was to tear it down and be the worst team in baseball, they succeeded. Um, so I'm going to go with Steven Strasburg. It's, it's, a, it's a feel-good story wrapped around a really sad story. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Sorry, I had to check my phone. Uh, the Chicago Cubs. Would have been Wilson Contreras. He's plays for the rival now. Um, it could be Ian Happ. I'm not against it being Ian Happ. But I went with a starting pitcher here, and it's not Marcus Stroman. We know how every large content drop, SDS likes to do some silly silly things, silly stuff. Chat, let me introduce you to a fella named Kyle Hendricks. (laughs) This man has been on the Chicago Cubs since I was 11 years old. That's not accurate, but it feels like it. Um, Is he good? Question mark. (laughs) Is he well-known? Question mark. (laughs) Is he going to throw at least 25 games for the Cubs every year? Probably. Kyle Hendricks is the least interesting player on this team, but I think he's going to get a captain card, and how funny would that be? Low-key, yeah, he throws super soft. He's got pretty damn good control, and his sinker, sinkers are meta, he might be kind of glitchy. He might be okay. I'm just offering the opportunity here to have some fun with a different kind of card. Let's make it Kyle Hendricks. Why not? The Cincinnati Reds. It's Joey Votto. He's Canadian, and he's a fun fella. I don't care what cards he's got in the past. This roster has nobody else on it. I think it's Joey Votto. I hope the Reds win at some point in the next three years so Joey Votto can have some success before he retires, but it's not looking hot. The Brewers were actually a really tough pick, too, because I had to, like, balance cards I want versus, I think, cards we're actually going to get. So I ended up going with Corbin Burns. He's a Cy Young candidate every year for the last few years. Devin Williams was certainly an option to get another reliever in there, but we had a 90 of him last year. Uh, Willie Adamas was definitely an option. He had a phenomenal year last year. And low-key, where is... Christian Yelich was low-key an option, too, just because he's a fan favorite. I think he hasn't been consistent enough lately, and I hope SDS takes that into account. Sure, I would love a boosted Christian Yelich card, but let's let's give the guys their due who should get their due. Give them their flowers, as the kids say. Uh, go with Corbin Burns. Get us a nice, strong starting option out the gate, and let us use him. The Pirates should be Brian Reynolds. He gets a lot of love from them consistently. 
So I'm going with Kibrian Hayes. I think it'd be cool to get him a card early on in the cycle. Uh, O'Neal Cruz could potentially get it too, but he hasn't played a full season yet. I don't know how much that's going to matter. They could pull a fast one and go David Bednar to get us another reliever. I really hope not because I don't think David Bednar is that good. In my opinion, it's either going to be Reynolds or Hayes with like the outside chance of being O'Neal Cruz. But I think Kibrian Hayes is the correct pick. I watched him absolutely smack a line drive home run today in spring training. I'm hoping he develops some power because Cabrian Hayes is a really talented baseball player who just hasn't really found it yet. And I, God, I hope he does. The St. Louis Cardinals, I'm going to make everybody upset. It's not going to be Goldschmidt. It's not going to be Arenado. It's not going to be Ryan Helsley. It's not going to be Miles Michaelis. And Lord knows it's not going to be Lars Newtbar. There is still a player on this team who has been here since the dawn of time. Adam Wainwright is going to be the Cardinals' captain card. We need a pitching card. He's still on the team. He's a starting pitcher. And sometimes early game Adam Wainwright diamonds are pretty good. Usually it comes in the form of a reliever card. I think this one's going to be a starter for obvious reasons. And I think it's going to be worth our time to use him. Last division. I'm running out of steam here, but we're, we're plowing through it. Now, the Diamondbacks. They stink. They're actually going to be better than I think people realize this year. They have a lot of young talent. I'm going with Zach Gallen. Part of me really, really, really wanted to go with Christian Walker. Because I like Christian Walker quite a bit. Merrill Kelly is kind of like another outside chance. But I think Zach Gallen has established himself as a top of the rotation type of arm. And they don't really have much in the way of hitting. Cattell Marte is coming off a rough year. And he gets a ton of love from SDS every year. And he'll get his diamonds, I promise you. Whether he deserves them or not, based on 2023 performance, he'll get his diamonds. So let's go Zach Allen. Give us a nice diamond starter off the rip. Because I'm, I don't know, I kind of think Zach Allen's live series is going to be a goal to start this game. Just based off like trends and three-year averages and stuff. But I don't know. That's just a guess. Colorado. Daniel Bard would have been a nice easy pick to give me a reliever. Ryan McMahon was really sitting there in the back of my head like, oh, remember that early game tops now? It's not going to be him. Herman Marquez was another interesting idea, but it's going to be Charlie Blackman. This man has been alive since the time of Jesus, and he used to be, he's still productive, but he used to be like a top five fantasy baseball player. Raise your hand if you remember the days of Charlie Blackman going in the first round every single year. Um, I think getting an early game Charlie Blackman would be a ton of fun. We don't have to wait for his diamond to come out later on in the year. Again, the perks of the way content's going to be done this year is theoretically we won't have to wait for anybody. I'm still unsure how it's going to work. But you guys know what I'm saying. Give us an early game, Charlie Blackman. Let's use his fun little glitchy swing while the game is young and fresh. And let's have a ball. The Dodgers. I was torn between Kershaw and Mookie Betts. I ended up going with Mookie Betts because I can't remember the last time we got like a low 90s super early game Mookie. This year, I believe we had a 95 Mookie, but I don't think it was too early. It was, you know, it was like June or so when we got it. I'm talking like first three or four weeks Mookie Betts diamond. I want it. So let's get Mookie Betts. I love Mookie Betts. I think he is a top five player in baseball. So I would like him to get a captain card like he deserves. I think it's only fair. The Padres, we don't have to look too far other than the first player on the inventory list. Manny Machado just signed a fat, fat contract 
to be on the Padres for a long, long time. Will the Padres regret it later on? Probably, but that's fine. They're trying to win right now. Um, Manny Machado is a captain. He's been a captain. He was essentially the captain for the Orioles. He's He's been the de facto captain for San Diego right now. He's a big reason why San Diego has turned itself into a relevant team because his signing there originally has encouraged other big-time free agents to consider them as a destination. It also encouraged the Padres' ownership to open up their wallets and sign more players to not waste his prime. So, uh, Manny Machado doesn't always have my favorite swing. I didn't get to use him in the tech test, so I don't know if it feels any different. You guys will have to let me know. Um, but I'd be interested to use an early game Machado next year if everything uh, if everything feels smooth. We finish here with the San Francisco Giants. And there is one player left who's been around the block and won some things with them. Not Camilo Duvall, you idiot. Brandon Crawford. We need a shortstop. Here's your only primary shortstop. As I said, there are others on this list who can play the position. Uh, J. Ram probably could. Jose Altuve can. Semyon can. Jism. Uh, oh. Woohoo! Woohoo! Jazz Chisholm probably can. Uh, definitely can. Um. Manny Machado can, and then, I can't believe I said jism. Uh, Brandon Crawford, his Life Series cards are poopoo-dookie now, but when they juice his cards, they're a lot of fun, and he's got a nice little swing, plus he could feel this position. Is he slower than anything you've ever seen before? Probably. He'll be the second slowest card in this drop next to uh, Salvador Perez, but that's fine. We're, we don't need him for speed. He, he, eh, he might be faster than Pete Alonso. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think Brandon Crawford would be fun. I'd use him as an early game shortstop waiting, you know, for the relevant options to come out later on. But Brandon Crawford is, I think, most assuredly at this point, the Giants' real-life captain, too. Even if it's not official, it doesn't need to be official. He's basically the locker room captain, so uh, I would imagine he would also get MLB The Show's captaincy. But folks, we just sprinted through that list. I am parched. Uh, that is it for this episode of The Show of the Podcast. Thank you guys for listening every week. Make sure you check out new content tomorrow! Wednesday on KDJ TV, Whiteboard Wednesday. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I encourage fan and listener engagement with suggestions or ideas. I will occasionally open the content up to the class to help me create or curate uh, ideas and submissions. Um, but we'll have some fun. All right? Enjoy the, the content this week. We're getting two new legends, a feature premiere, there's news coming out the yin-yang. We'll talk about it as much as humanly possible. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel to get uh, daily updates. Or not every day, but like updates on days when it's pertinent about the content. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.